Hey guys, welcome to Trans Talk for Men. I'm Eric with my co-host, Chris, as always. Hello, everybody. Hey, how's it going? Um, and we're back. We're back after a about a month, month and a half, something like that, hiatus. Uh, Chris and I have recently mm. moved, and now that we're all settled into our new areas, got jobs, got things rolling, can pay the fees to keep the podcast up and running... Uh, we're back and we're recording. The last few episodes you heard were recorded uh, over a month ago, um, but we are we are back with a new episode. And uh, Chris, how is it in Houston, Texas? Uh, H Town is great, man. Weather's awesome. Outside of my uh, my second week here, had some massive flooding, mm. and a tropical storm, depression, whatever the fuck it was, came through and. It was the flooding was terrible. Like it was really bad, but you know it's hurricane season, and I knew what I was getting into down here. So, mm-hmm. but outside of that, weather is amazing. Always hot, warm. I like hot. I like uh, uh, what do they humid. call that? Um, humid. Oh yeah, yep. Mm-hmm. I like hot and humid. You know, uh, humid. You know, humidity keeps your skin young. <laughs> I was in I Denver for two years, and it it looked like I aged seven years. Like it was just. My skin was just in terrible shape in that dry air, so... Well, that's true. I when I met you, I here. thought you were 83, yeah. Um, but I, it, I'm, you know, just looking to connect with folks. So if any of you guys are in Houston, they definitely drop me a line. Hit a, hit up the uh, TTFM Instagram account. Hit, hit up the show page on Instagram and drop me a line because I'm always looking for shit to do down here, so... Or send an um, email or hit us up on Twitter. Um, yeah. Or Facebook. Or... on any of the social channels because I'm looking for people to connect with down here in Houston. It's a big, big city and the food is amazing. Yeah. I Good, have uh... probably gained, I, I think I've gained about 10 pounds in the month I've been here. Oh, really? Because like, in your whatever, pictures, you look good. I was losing weight. I lost a bunch of weight right before I moved. Okay. And then I came down here and my diet just fell to pieces. I was eating a lot of Tex-Mex, uh, catfish po'boys. Oh, yeah. Uh, stir, stuffed turkey legs, stuffed chicken wings. Yum. A lot of brunch is killer down here. Brunch yeah. is so good. Um, it's, I mean, obviously they got barbecue too, but it's just like the uh, all the Creole, like the, the crawfish and all that f- fishing and all that kind of stuff is just moved over here from New Orleans. I was going to say, I'm surprised you have here that. as well. And um, it's super diverse. Like, dude. Uh, Nat would love it down here. They got a they got an area down here called Bel Air, uh-huh. and it's just all fuck. I don't. I, I'm assuming all the writing down there is is like Korean or Thai or something. It's not. It doesn't look like Japanese or Chinese. It looks okay. a little bit different. Um, Probably, but like Korean. everything, all the street signs, you can't read shit. Like if I didn't have <laughs> Google Maps, I wouldn't know what was happening down there. And it's like this long long strip of land and it's just all these shops like tons of shopping it's nuts man it is something else this is houston is the most diverse city in the country i think they said it's like oh about 190 languages are spoken here really like it is a massively diverse city so i am loving it i'm loving the diversity um even more than new york city yes wow yes um but i ended up moving into more of the bro Bro, white boy area of the city, anyways, because I mean that's just where I flow. I just like to party. I like to be around people that like to party, without you know 
usually without bad shit happening. So yeah, well, you're you're such a bro white guy anyway. So yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> that, uh, downside about Houston, apparently, they have a lot of racial issues when it comes to admissions to nightlife events. So um, the last time I experienced this, experienced this was in Milwaukee and. Yeah, like Milwaukee, you said, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, you can't get into a bar if they think your pants are too baggy or if you're wearing tennis shoes or if you're wearing a hat or anything they consider to be thug wear, they won't <laughs> no, let you in. Nothing here, says thug wear like shoes. they do that a lot around where I live. So what were you saying? I said nothing says thug wear like shoes. Um, yeah, this, uh, this new place opened up my first weekend here and um, – I went in, I mean, I never wear tennis shoes when I go out, but that that was a very strict policy. Like, people were waiting in line for 20 minutes, and then only to be told at the end, uh, yo, you can't get in, you wear tennis shoes. No tennis shoes, you gotta go. But turns out, and the news station I work for down here, we're getting a lot of complaints about the place. Mm -hmm. Apparently, they're not enforcing that equally among everybody. And it's causing trouble. They're oh. going to get busted for it, and they're probably going to get shut down before you know it. But, um, yeah, racism oh, has its price, man. I say good riddance to them. Yeah. They have a, they they thought it was a good idea to put a slide in a bar. So on the second <laughs> floor of the place, there's this big fucking slide like we were at Chuck E. Cheese and shit. And people go up there, and they slide down, and they eat shit when they fall down. Especially when, uh, a lot of women, because... Um, there's their shorts or their dresses are up so high that as soon as they try and slide, it just that skidding noise of their skin making contact with the plastic and they just go tumbling. If you have yeah, pants well, on or any sort of cloth, you'll slide down just fine. Yeah, well, that might be a good way to get some titties. You know. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> as a girl comes careening down the slide, tumbling head over heels. People heel. just stand there and just watch girls take a tumble down. Like that's just what they do. They don't. They're not there to go on the slide. They just stand there to just watch the debacle of drunken women. Honestly, falling I think down the slide. I think that's what I would do. Well, we just we just talked about this just a second ago. How I'm depraved, but I'm pretty sure I would be that person. Oh yeah, yeah. He is very uh, sick. Everyone, <laughs> get him, let's get him some help. You get a GoFundMe um, started. Yeah, well, I mean, I can take the money. I don't know that I'll <laughs> use it for what it's for, but I'll take the money. Um, well, speaking of about H Town, how's uh, Oklahoma? Well, okay. What city are you in up there? Are you in Tulsa or Oklahoma we're in, City? Or? We're in Tulsa. Tulsa. Um, okay. Yeah, we're in Tulsa, Oklahoma. But I want to. I want to talk about. Um, I want to talk about. Uh, Real, real quick, taking the money. Um, this is not. This is this is nothing to do with Tulsa. This is just a fun little whatever. But there was a bank error that happened in my favor. So before I had my job, I needed to get a loan um, from some family members uh, for just not not too much, about a hundred bucks, just to pay off my credit card for the month. And they helped me with that and paying it off. But then when they went to pay off their card. They accidentally put it on my card. Uh, and well, we figured it out and we got it all taken care of and now it's on their card where it belongs. But there's a bank error and the bank hasn't caught up with the fact that I didn't put $1,400 on my credit card. And it thinks that I put $1,400 on my credit card. And I'm like, yeah, I'll take that. I'm like, I'm fine with, I'm fine with your error. So 
And that has nothing to do with anything. It just made me think of that. So in other words, I'll take the money and I'm not going to say shit. I'm not even going to tell you who the bank the bank is even from. You guys don't know fucking nothing. You can't report me. <laughs> Never even have it. My real name isn't even Eric. It's Joe. Um, <laughs> anyway, yeah, we're in Tulsa, Oklahoma. So that's where we moved is Tulsa, Oklahoma. Um, wasn't sure what to make of it at first in the sense of I've never been to Oklahoma before we moved down here, but I'm actually really enjoying it. Like you said, Chris, it's been it's been really warm. It's been beautiful weather. Um, now I'm a little farther north than you, so it's probably been a little cooler for me, um, and I'm not on the coast too. Um, but it's been probably a little cooler for me. But it's well, you and I know both. Uh, both you and I know, Chris, is that we're from the north. Uh, I'm from Michigan. You're from Wisconsin. We know what it's like in October up north which means that it is it's snowed by now um Dude, up it north. snowed in denver like a week ago that's what i heard yeah um we actually got Crazy. that cold front down here in tulsa um mm. it didn't it didn't snow but for a couple days it was about 45 but um uh it's great to not have to worry about the snow in october yet it's blowing my freaking balls off um, the city's pretty cool. I haven't gone out to any clubs, but Chris, you know me. I'm not too much of a club guy. Oh, uh, I wouldn't suspect they have too many clubs in. in they Tulsa. do in down, no, they do in downtown Tulsa. Tulsa's actually pretty big. Um, it's not it's not huge. It's not Houston big, but it's it's <laughs> it's of considerable size. Um, yeah, sure, they got have, some night spots down there. You know, yeah, we've got some bar districts and stuff. Yep, sure do. And we've got some skyscrapers and shit like that. But so far, I'm really enjoying it. Um, the diversity is pretty good. It's a lot better than where I came from. Uh, as you guys might remember in some of the other episodes, I would talk about how there were deer in my backyard. And that was about as diverse as it got in my neck of, neck of the woods. Now I've got all sorts of people around, around us. And that's pretty exciting and pretty cool. Food's good. Um, the one thing I have to complain about is that Tulsa's dry on Sundays. Uh, yeah, they're dry on Sundays. Um, like they don't sell at stores or you can't even get it at a bar on a Sunday. You can't sell it at stores. I don't know. I don't go to bars, but they don't sell it at stores and all the liquor stores are closed down on Sundays. And I'm used to Michigan, which is not dry on Sunday. And, Mm -hmm. uh, Sunday was when I would typically go get my my alcohol, so I'm always I'm always fucking myself over. And here's the other kicker: grocery stores, and I I don't know, maybe you know this, but I didn't know this. Grocery stores don't sell liquor. Um, oh yeah, that's true in a lot of places. Yeah, um, well I'm like, what the fuck? A lot of states don't don't fuck with that. Yeah, well it, it totally threw me off because they don't do it in Texas either. Yeah, because I, I went to the grocery store actually just last week. And I said, I grabbed a tonic because I wanted vodka tonic. And I said, hey, where's your liquor? And the girl looked at me and said, what? And I said, oh, your liquor. Where's your liquor? She's like, what do you mean? And I said, you know, like hard alcohol. And she's like, well, those are all at the liquor stores. I said, you guys don't have hard alcohol? It was was a big fiasco. (laughs) And she's like, no, we don't have hard alcohol here. And I'm like, I'm like, it's three in the fucking morning on a Saturday or whatever, or technically Sunday. And I'm like, nobody's open right now. And I'm like, and you don't have, and I'm like, I've got this tonic here and you don't have any vodka for it to go with. I said, what am I just going to drink tonic like a crazy person? Um, 
I hate it, in other words. Is, is, did you end up drinking tonic like a crazy person? Or... No, I didn't even buy the tonic. I said, <laughs> I, I'm, like, I'm, putting, I'm like, I'm putting this shit right back, and I'm not even going to put it on the right shelf. I'm what time put... did the liquor stores close over there? I don't know. One. Um, they but... close early here. I believe in... They might close Texas, even earlier. Close I don't like know. Nine p.m. It's like some crazy early shit. They might close. They might close earlier than one. I'm really not certain because I yeah. haven't made my I way mean, to a, lot a liquor of store. Are open late like that? It's just. Yeah, well, I haven't made my way over to a liquor store yet because I just there's only like. Dude, I mean, I don't know. I got to find them. The liquor store by my house is fucking massive, dude. They had fifty cent there like last week. Yeah. But it was like you you walk in, bro. They got groceries and shit. Like it's they got groceries and like it's okay. So this grocery store is easily the size of a, a, a I'm sorry, gro- this liquor store is the size of a grocery store. Okay, like it's one of those places where the aisles are super tall and just liquor, and it's like you can get lost in the in the in all the aisles. Yeah, like it's crazy how big this place is it's it's a very very fucking dope one and i i come out with a different brand every week because they're like oh no you should try this brand they always like advise they always uh show me a new brand that's better than gray goose or well, that's better good. than belvedere or ciroc well, that's good that's and, that's uh, always helpful i gotta find my liquor store is the moral of that story i haven't i haven't found mine yet i pass by one on uh on my way to work every day but that's like 15 miles from where I live. And I'm like, I'm oh, not gonna no. Dri- I know. I'm like, I'm not going to drive 15 miles. It looks really nice from the outside. I'm like, oh, that looks really nice. I'm like, well, but I probably should move shouldn't. a few miles closer to it, you know. That's true. You, I'm like, up, you know, moving to. Yeah, that's true. Uh, in case you guys even give a shit, I'm actually not at my permanent location. I'm actually staying with uh, my girlfriend's family, her uh, siblings. Uh, and it is, it's okay. That's we're gonna we're it's you know what it's the official word of the podcast is it's okay somebody help um (laughs) (laughs) well i mean it's always rough you know when you go from living on your own to living at somebody else's place like i mean luckily for you it's short term so you know you just have to abide by somebody else's rules for a little bit yes so i mean that's a silver line in there for sure Yes, I'm just going to keep saying yes. That's going to be my official stance on this because Nat is going to listen to this episode. Hi, babe. How you doing? Um, uh, and I don't know who else is going to listen to oh, this Nat's episode. listening to this? No, not right now, but she um, will in the future. Well, um, Nat, if you if you listen to this, I, I'm ready for your next friend. So I'm just I, putting that out there in the universe. Whenever yeah. you got another one ready, I'm ready. Yeah. Um, it's never gonna happen, but yeah, I know, right? <laughs> All right, let's. We're gonna we're gonna go ahead and just move right on from there. We're gonna get into today's topic. So, guys, we got a couple of news stories for you. Um, most of them not great. One of them is good, uh, and then we're gonna extrapolate on that. So, we're just gonna get things rolling. So, the first news story. Let's start it off with this: a fucking shitty bang. Um, a woman in Kansas City, Missouri, on Monday, this last Monday, so that would be what, the 14th, 13th? I don't know, something like that. Um, Wait, this past Monday or the week before? I think it was this past Monday. Okay. So whatever date that was. Um, 
because we're recording oh by the way guys we're recording actually on the 19th this is going to drop tomorrow it's going to be super exciting for you guys that's going to be like bada bing bada boom in and mm-hmm. out anyway uh, okay, yeah, 14th. Okay, so uh, a woman by the name of Brianna, also known as BB Hill, was shot and killed at 11.30 a.m. on Monday. Hill was the second trans person murdered in Kansas City area this year. Her death is estimated to be the 21st such killing nationwide. Uh, we, we've we all heard this story before, but I'm going to go through the key bits and then we'll just talk about it for a minute. So the police have not reported a motive for the murder, nor have they released a suspect's name. Um, let's see, uh, human rights campaign spokesman, Elliot Kozuk told Newsweek, Hill, like all of us had hopes, dreams, aspirations, plans, future. She had family, friends who are mourning this senseless loss, a loss that is part of a larger epidemic of violence against transgender community in this country, spurred on by a toxic mix of transphobia, racism, misogyny, and unchecked gun violence. There are currently very few explicit legal protections for transgender and non or gender expansive, not non-gender binary, but or gender expansive people. While the trans community does have protections in employment, housing, and public accommodations in Kansas City as of now, there are no uh, state non-discrimination protections uh, for this community, and they are not covered under the state's hate crimes and legislation. So the person that um, that shot uh, Miss Brianna has already been apprehended. Apparently he just waited there at the scene to be apprehended. I don't fucking know why he did that. Uh, they also report that in June, Brooklyn Lindsay, a 32-year-old transgender woman, was found dead in northeast Kansas City. Uh, a guy named Marcus Lewis was charged with second-degree murder in the case, which means that he did not premeditate it, which means that it was just spur of the moment, which fucking you killed a person, that's first degree. I don't care. Um, really the story is that women of color, especially trans women of color, um, often are subject to this, to, to these hate crimes. That's what they are. They're, they're hate crimes and these murders and physical abuse. And it's really just not okay. It's, it's, it's toxic. It's painful. It's. I, I don't I don't know how else to say it, Chris. I mean, how many times can you say it's not fucking okay and that it is our job as men attracted to trans women to stand up and to be a voice to protect this community and these women? I'm not saying that they're weak or that they need a savior. I'm saying that those in the position of power, specifically cisgendered men um, in this country, need to say enough is enough. Stop with your bullshit. I don't know. Any thoughts on that one? Damn. Um, no, I think you, you really hit the nail on the head. It's, it takes all of us to uh, affect change. So it, it we all really just have does. to do our part. And, you know, if you're in a situation where you can help, definitely, you know, do something to help put somebody at ease and make their day a lot better. And, you know, um, yeah, I, I really just as a, as a, as a race humans, I, I just think the world would just be a lot better off if we all just really, Try to take care of each other, you know. Oh, would it? Right and all that kind of stuff, and it's just. It would be so much better if we were, you know, good to uh, each other. That would release this guy from whatever negative stigma that would lead him to go and do this, or I don't know what was going through him when he did this, but it was just, yeah, and uh, it's it's really senseless violence. Um, but you go through it and you go through it, and it's just like what I don't know, just. 
it, it happens so much at this point. I, well, you, not, there's nothing new I could say about it. It's, it's just crazy. No, there's, there's nothing new that anybody can say about it, but you made a wonderful point that whatever stigma or whatever feelings of inadequacy this guy was going through, whether it was toxic masculinity, transphobia, racism, whatever it may have been, it's, I think it's up to us, not as just trans-attracted men, but as a society to stop this person and say, hey, guy, it's okay. You know, you dating, having sex with, coming across a transgender person, it's okay. You are okay. You are fine. You're not a freak. You're not a weirdo. Because a lot of these things result from like, oh, I got quote unquote tricked by a transgender person. I need to prove my masculinity and murder them. It's like, no, you don't. And we need to, we need to say to the, um, to the guys who, I mean, you were saying about like people calling them out or whatever, just any of the guys listening to this, if you're not out the, if you're not out with your trans attractiveness, you know, definitely don't, don't add to the problem. Yeah. You know, a lot of people try and fake and like, Oh man, that's weird. That's crazy. Like, dude, just be real. Come on. Like we, we, we as men really have to step up and stop trying to fake and just live in our truth. Yeah. Cause it's hurting people and it's, putting people in weird spots, weird mental places where they do terrible things. Yeah. Well, we're damaging our own cause is what we're doing. And, um, when, when we don't step up. Yeah, I absolutely a hundred percent agree. So, uh, we're gonna, we're gonna cut that one there. Um, and I just want to say to Brianna Hill's family, um, I hope that you guys are doing okay and you have condolences from the, uh, trans doc for men crew and know that, uh, we hear your story and uh, we're sorry for your loss. So moving on, um, Chris, you got a story for us? Yeah, it's a story out of Georgia. Um, it's actually from the Atlanta area. And I, it's, I'm putting my hands up in quotes saying area because this is really at the fringe edge of the metro area. It's really more country than city. It's in the boonies. Um, it's a county called Pickens County. Um, <laughs> Pickens County, the school district decided to amend its policy towards transgender students and using the bathroom. It's crazy we're still like making changes on this. This really should have been settled a while ago. No fucking um, shit. Yep, so it's, it, they, just this school year, they made the change to allow transgender students to use the bathrooms for a, that matches the gender that they identify with. Mm-hmm. Well, them making this change set off a whole flurry of events and it, it it got pretty nasty in that community there people were the 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 school there the school board reported that they received death threats over this yeah which is like what the fuck death threats going. for allowing transgender students to go to whatever bathroom that matches up with you know their gender and it's just well, like i would what, simplify what the fuck? i would simplify that even more they got death threats for letting kids take a piss like, yeah. and I mean, yeah. you know, a lot of the times there are stalls. Like, I don't know if you've ever been to a, into a women's bathroom, but I have. You know, uh, it's not like the men's bathroom where everybody's standing there at the urinal, and, and if you want to see, you can look over, which nobody does. Nope. But you know, I'm just saying, it isn't like it's all out there. It isn't like they're pulling out in front of you know, if right in front of your daughter, like they they have their privacy. Your daughter has their privacy, whatever. But anyways, what makes the story special? is that the district pulled the full 180, rescinded the policy, 
and they are now funneling all transgender students to uh, staff bathrooms. So, so I don't remember ever really seeing a school district com- completely rescind a progressive policy like this. That's what makes this one really just unique. And um, and, and by the way, they weren't, they didn't put this policy in place out of the goodness of their hearts. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a there was a case in federal court that uh, covers their area, and it was with another district, and pretty much it was about the bathroom issue, whatever. The court ruled in favor of the transgender students, so they thought they would get ahead of it and just change their policy to to fall in line with legal precedent at this point. Right, so, it was mandated. Um, they were really just covering their own asses legally, but then the community spoke up and they rescinded. And the community made death threats, and 600 people showed up to a public hearing on this issue, and there was a lot of hate sp- uh, uh, just thrown at the school board from from parents, concerned parents and community members. And I don't know if you if you guys don't cover the news, if you don't pay attention to news at all, 600 people showing up to a school, anything that has to do with the school board, never fucking happens. Yeah, that's a lot. It is like. It, it better be a hot political issue, and usually, it's like a teacher union issue. That's those are usually the only meetings where pa- parents and teachers show up in in droves. But this one brought the whole fucking community out. Like Pickens County is tiny as shit. There's nobody out there. It's so slim. It's, just, it's slim Pickens. It's it's crazy, man. I'm I'm sorry. I was talking over you earlier. Oh no, you're fine. I was just gonna say I know why they rescinded it. Uh, two reasons. One, it's Georgia, and two, they're cowards. That's the that's the end of it. You're a bunch of fucking cowards. And uh, come at me, Pickens County. Um, <laughs> all seventeen of you. I ain't afraid. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, it's it's just ridiculous. It's you know I get that they were not doing it out of the goodness of their heart, and even if they weren't doing it out of the goodness of their heart, they still did the right thing once. And the fact mm-hmm. that they that reverse course on the right thing. It's just dumb. I, I, I don't even. It's, well, it's just sad that they didn't put the safety of these marginalized students first. Well, hold on. If why would they put the safety first? in a very first? vulnerable place. Well, sure. But why would they put the, I mean, why would, why would they put that, the, them, the kids first? I mean, cause they want to get reelected. Yeah, I know. And that's, that's kind of what I was getting to. Like, it's, it's I mean, just... people were that mad where it was just like, Everybody that that that, that would have been a coup on that on that school board. Everybody would have had to find a new job next year. Yeah, fine. But then great. again, I don't even know if school board is a full time job in a area Dude, that I, rural. Get a new job. That's what I have to say. Get a <laughs> yeah, new job yeah. or go back to the farm. Like you said, it's it's that rural. You've got your farm to attend to. Do the right thing. Sleep well at night, or just you know do what Georgia did and be fucking horrible. Um, Pickens uh, County. Pickens I'd spend time in Atlanta, so I just can't put I can't put the whole area in there in, in with them. And once you yeah. get to Pickens County, you realize, oh yeah, I'm in Georgia again. <laughs> I've yeah, driven well, through there quite a few oh, times. Okay, let's say Georgia with the exception of Atlanta. Uh, go <laughs> fuck yourself. Um, there you go. There you go. So anybody that's listening from Georgia, we love you, but your state sucks. Sorry, that's the way it is. Um, red states what are you gonna do uh get rid of them yeah, uh, right. <laughs> dissolve them make them into one big blob of 
okayness? I don't fucking know. Put him um, up to see him in Iceberg. Gee, I was just going to say, you just turned... Just, Georgia is now officially part of Minnesota. Um, <laughs> they're, they're both Minnesota now. Um, oh, we're just, we're just going to do that for each state. California, you now own, I, I, I don't know, Mississippi. Um, so <laughs> we're just going to whittle the states down to like 20 good ones and <laughs> that's it. Um, so that's, that's what we're going to do. That is the official take. I, I don't know. I, I lost my train of thought somewhere along <laughs> the way because why the fuck not? All right, moving on. So I've actually got a good story for us. Yay! Um, researchers are studying ways to improve health care for transgender individuals in Johnson City, which is at East Tennessee State University. Uh, they're conducting researchers are conducting two studies that they hope will lead to better access to health care for transgender individuals in the South Central Appalachia. Trans folk, there's a quote, trans folk face a large amount of discrimination and stigma that affect their health through limitation to access to health care, said Dr. Abby Mann, um, assistant professor in Quillen, Quillen, I don't fucking know, College of Medicine's Department uh, of Family Medicine. We're trying to get a better understanding of how trans folk in the region experience health care. Based on what we learned from them, we will tailor a training session next spring for local health care providers. So what they do is they've got, um, looks like approximately 50 transgender individuals to participate in an in-person timeline interview uh, this winter and fall, or fall and winter. And the research team will be asking participants to share their health care experiences. And then after that, they're going to do an online survey of approximately 200 transgender individuals from the surrounding area. So these 50 are from the current area and then 200 from surrounding areas and they're going to take all of this information and all of their research and they're going to help train providers to better um better care for transgender transgender people so the story at first sound sounds like it's uh about healthcare access like oh, your insurance doesn't cover this or that, it doesn't cover progesterone or spiralactone or um, estrogen or anything like that. And that may be true, but it's also a case of these people find people who will help them with hormone therapy and they find that these doctors are inexperienced. Uh, They don't have the experience, they don't have the training, they don't really know any transgender people, they just say, I'm willing to help you. And that can be a problem too, because if I have to go to the dentist and my dentist says, great, I would absolutely love to work on you, I just don't have any experience, I might think twice about going to that dentist. Um, So that's that one. So it's it's a good thing that these people are doing the research. This research can hopefully yield some great results and then the training can yield better results and hopefully we can access this nationwide. Uh, That's really, yeah, yeah, that's really the hot take from this. So best of luck to the researchers out in Johnson city at East Tennessee state university and crazy that this is even coming from Tennessee because Tennessee can be pretty ass backwards. A beautiful city or beautiful state. I love the mountains out in Tennessee. I love the Appalachian mountains and stuff like that. Um, but they can be pretty ass backwards. They're kind of uh, they're they're similar to Pickens County in a lot of places in Tennessee. So um, 
good on you, Tennessee. Good on you, researchers. Best of luck to you. Chris, anything to add to that? Any thoughts? No, no, I think it's all great. Um, yeah. The, I mean, it's, it's, it just, I don't know how we haven't gotten to this point already, but it just, we need, we need more diverse training uh, in our medical schools because America is a diverse place. Well, we need more diverse training even before medical school and like sex mm-hmm. education, I would say in primary school. Um, I mean, I think about, I think about this stuff for research purposes for doctors and whatever. And then I think all the way back to seventh grade when I was in, of course I took sex ed before then, but seventh grade started when it was the most intense, um, like really learning about shit. But all Mm -hmm. you learn about is like put on condom, put penis in vagina. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. as an adult, I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. There are so many things in between that we should be teaching people. Um, Mm -hmm like safe ways to have anal sex safe ways to have same sex you know safe ways to use toys or different people you'll encounter or transgender people and that kind of thing so i think that as a whole we need to really up the game on our sex education everywhere well i think um i mean i'm I'm sure sex ed in 2019 is quite different no it's the same as it was in 2000 Um, well, depends on where you're at, <laughs> but uh, I don't I don't know if if anal sex is something that they should be covering in school. But <laughs> oh, see, I think, I think it's you... more for parents to. I mean, at the end of the day, it's a, what what needs to happen is parents need to just do their fucking job and educate their children. So, I mean, leaving it all on the schools is, um, I mean, it's a plan, but it's not the best plan because. They're not, they're not going to do the best uh, when it comes to that stuff. But I mean, I I don't know. I I don't I don't think I'm not 100 percent sure it's worth uh, a high schooler's time or if it's worth the educator's time to teach kids how to play with sex toys. And I don't I, I definitely don't think a lot of people would go for that shit. Like a lot of parents, I don't think would go for that at all. To be honest. <laughs> I'm, I I I don't even think I would. I would not. I'd be like, dude, how the fuck is this gonna help you get into college? Okay, well, go and learn life out there like everybody else learning life. You know, okay, playing with okay. sex toys is not point, what you need point, to be spending public education time on. Point taken. I still think our sex education needs to be bolstered. It, yeah, it does. It definitely does. I mean, but I'm I'm, it, but I'm just completely ignorant of current sex education curriculum but hopefully the children are starting to learn about transgender people and all that like i I just even if it's not sex ed just in general like in the public education hopefully making children aware of this kind of of this is uh just you know something that's normal well i would say i would say yeah i would say homosexuality and transgenderism but of course the main argument I would say homosexuality is because, you know, they got a lot of those children books out there. A lot of kids are reading, you know, Kenny has two daddy books like at, a, you know, a kindergarten level. 
Mm. Yeah, well, I, I just, I, it makes me think of the argument. But against that is teach- not every place, in right. state it, by state, and that's the issue. It makes me think of the argument against teaching homosexuality, which is if you tell my kids there are such things as gay people, they will <laughs> automatically be gay. They're going like, to do it. Yeah, and I'm like, absolutely. That's how, um, that's how that works. Yeah, I, right. When I first yeah. heard that, when I first heard that I could have sex with men, oh boy. <laughs> For like 15 years, I just had sex with men. I was like, I didn't know that's possible. It's so, so dumb. Moving on. Absolutely. Oh, I'm sorry. Are we doing the... Okay. Yeah, as in My moving bad. on. Yeah, mm-hmm. Yeah, he said moving on. All right, so next story, guys. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so this next story is reported on uh, CNN, and it's more of a, uh yeah, opinion CNN. piece, personal piece, but... Anyways, it, the, the, the article outlines the issues that transgender Americans are having with, tr- with travel. Um, it's mostly due to TSA security checkpoints. So, you know, uh, it, it's things as, as, you know, as much as your ID not matching up or you don't look like the person in the ID or, you know, you go through the body scanner and, well, hey, what's that? We're not sure what's going on here. We have to pat you down. And, you know, it just creates more of a hassle and it makes people explain, talk talk to, talk about things that up to that point were completely personal. That yeah, well, wasn't for a public education. consumption. So, um, but I, I, before the show, I was talking with Eric about this and he had a really... Well, no, he had some pretty good uh, personal anecdotes about this. Not good, but personal anecdotes you guys definitely should hear about. So yeah. I'll just leave it to you, man. Oh, sure. So, yeah, so the, the, the story, as it as it says, is that it's about transgender people going through the body scanners and getting flagged for things and then having to get pat-downs. And then Chris asked me, you know, he said, does how often does this happen? And I said, in my experience... Fairly regularly. I travel with Natalie. We've gone on planes multiple times together. And almost every time she gets flagged. And the reason she gets flagged is because she has a penis. Now, of course, Natalie appears as a girl, presents as a girl, presents as female, is female. They look at her ID. It's female, long hair. Natalie has an F for sex. She goes into the body scanner, and then in the body scanners, pretty much what it does is it removes your clothes. Now, it doesn't give a perfect picture of things, but the the scanner scans through your clothes and pretty much shows your skin uh, in a nondescript form, and, well, she has, you know, a penis and balls. And uh, as a result of that, they... They say, you know, you've got something in your pants. What do you have in your pants? And now Natalie has to do one of two things. She has to either say, no, I don't have anything in my pants and has to go get a pat down. Or she says, I'm transgender. That's my genitals. Um, And oftentimes that will result in a pat down, which is uh, ridiculous at best. And now, of course, we've never had an incident where the TSA has actually straight up groped her in the sense of like they've never grabbed her nuts and like squeezed them but they have put their hand on her groin area to make sure that what she says is true um and that's pretty shitty if you ask me i think there should be training on the tsa's part to deal with this thing that you will encounter people that are 
you're trans and that do not always match what you think. If you're looking for a vagina and a penis shows up, know that it's okay for there to be a penis there. It's almost like they, te they treat it as though like, whoa, 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 what do you mean there's a penis there? Hold on, we got to check this shit. It's, it's a bit ridiculous if you ask me because she doesn't actually trip any of the sensors. It's not like metal went through and all of a sudden the alarm starts blaring. They just pull mm -hmm. her to the side and they go, we saw something suspicious. Um, so, you know, that's that's our personal story. So I have seen it happen and I have had experiences secondhand, though it may be, uh, with this happening. Well, um, one of the st statistics from the story... Um that they pull, they, uh, it's ProPublica, if you haven't heard of them, they, they do a lot of really good investigative journalism, mm -hmm. um, definitely nonpartisan, they're really not a 100% like a straight news organization, they do a lot of just research. Right. Um, but, you know, they, they got, they, they put out a call for transgender and gender nonconforming people, you know, who were mistreated by the TSA, you know, just say, hey, have you been mistreated but then they followed up and said okay did you report this and they got 200 responses for people who were mistreated but only 14 of them actually filed the complaint yeah and that's well, that... just like that's also uh you know i don't know that's just really interesting to statistic but i think that falls in line with a lot of situations where people are mistreated discriminated against and you know they it, it goes largely underreported Right. Well, I was going to say that, you know, I, I imagine that's probably going to be used in defense of the TSA saying like, well, if it was true, why didn't you report it? Mm -hmm. And people don't seem to understand that you don't report things because then you end up being outed in their way of like, yeah, not so much as as being trans but it's 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 your whole story then gets you know gets put on blast where it's oh mm -hmm. you had a problem with the TSA because they touched your penis or because they touched your breasts or because you're being a troublemaker or you know it's all this dumb shit where a lot of people of minority groups don't want to have to fucking go through that and how can you really blame them? You know, how can you blame them when they're going to be under such scrutiny from people, from people not understanding and especially trans. So people not understanding is a minority thing in, in, in general. You know, that's that's that that's that old double standard of, you know, what? OK, this is what it makes me think of. It makes me think of like every time there's an unarmed black person that gets shot. The first story that comes out is. Well, this person smoked weed once 17 years ago. Therefore, they were a bad person. Therefore, them being shot was justifiable. And it almost feels the same way with this transgender case where it's like, well, these people are weird and we don't really understand them and we should absolutely treat them differently because, you know, what if it isn't their genitals that they're smuggling in? You know, that kind of thing. It's just... It, it baffles the mind. Every time a minority has to fucking poke their head out and take a stand, people come out of the woodwork to beat the ever-living shit out of them. Mm -hmm. I guess is what I'm trying to say. Does any of that make sense? Um, maybe not. <laughs> yeah. But it's been... Guys, it's been like a month and a half. You gotta cut me a break. <laughs> um, 
I'm and, living. And you know what else is crazy about this report? Mm-hmm. And um, you know, just some things I earmarked from the ProPublica report. Mm-hmm. You know, they in their in their uh, research, they've had people report that TSA agents like asked them to show, like they were asked to show their genitals to the TSA agents, uh-huh. which is fucking crazy. First off, and secondly completely illegal yeah. <laughs> like yeah that is that is against their like tsa agents can't ask you to show you to show them your genitals you don't have to pull down your pants to show them what's there but yeah uh you know i i, I think in, in in a system that is full of people with prejudice and ignorance you know you're going to get a lot of people responding in a manner that they shouldn't and, you know, the TSA is like, oh, well, we're sorry for this. And it's just like, okay, well, I mean, there there needs to be, I, I would love to see a marquee story of a TSA agent having criminal charges pressed against them or her for forcing a transgender person to show their genitals. Oh, sure. That would like be. Like using their federal authority to do this. That, that There needs to be somebody, there, I would love for somebody to just be that person, like, that's the one that everybody knows about. That's a huge story. And, you know, that that would lead to more reporting mm-hmm. because people are seeing that they can actually get justice and there's accountability. Um, I would I would just love to see that that major story, that one story super, like, exposed because obviously it's happening. People are reporting that it's happening, maybe not through official channels, but they're sharing their story still. Right. Well, another thing that we have to consider too is that there's a power dynamic there as well. The yes. if if the yes. TSA says if a TSA officer in their legal or non-legal capacity says, "Drop your pants, show me your dick or your vagina or whatever the fuck you got going on down there." What's the likelihood that you're going to say, "No, I'm not going to fucking follow that. You're breaking the law because the TSA can detain you." The TSA sure. can fucking muck up your life. You might sure. miss your flight. Maybe yeah. it's an important flight. I mean, a lot of people will go through this stuff for sake of like, I just got to get through here. I just got to get away from these people. And that's not ideal. And I'm not even saying that I wouldn't necessarily do that because um, I was, when I was, this isn't anything to do with transgenderism, but when I was in Japan, when I was living over there, when I was coming back home after my year study over there, uh, me and two of my friends were waiting in the airport. I walked away to go check to the ticket booth. I came back and my two friends were gone and it took about 30 minutes before they showed up again. And what happened was they were detained by the TSA for looking suspicious. Um, and the whole thing was, and I said, what, what the fuck happened? And they said, they said, oh, they said we were looking suspicious. And I said, well, did you say anything to them or say that you weren't, that you're just waiting in line or whatever? And they said, no, we just cooperated because we wanted to get through it and get, you know, get out of the way. And that's even in a situation of non-transgender people, it still has that power dynamic of if the TSA says that you're doing something or demands mm-hmm. something of you, a lot of people will comply because it's just a, there's a power dynamic there. You don't want to be arrested. You don't want to be detained. You don't want to be put on a no fly list. You don't want to have to go through all this rigmarole. You know, you just want to get on your flight and get the fuck out of there. Um, mm-hmm. 
and that's that's really that's really unfortunate. You know, I don't actually personally like the TSA. I understand that they do an important job, but I find myself yeah. irritated by the TSA every time I go through. I don't think uh, they actually do anything. <laughs> well, you know what I mean, but their their concept is important. Like what massive yeah. terror terror plots have they? Actually, stopped? they've actually they've never stopped any terror plots. Um, <laughs> That's a that's it's a fucking it's fact. political theater at this point. Like it, it's there to make everybody feel safe. Yeah, that's true. You're you're right. I don't like the TSA. They, they don't just, actually do shit. They irritate me, and they think they're all hoity-toity and high above you. And Dude. every time they they like go, hmm, move it along, move it along, keep the buckets. I'm like, shut the fuck up. I'm like, we're all trying to move along as fast as we can. Nobody wants mm-hmm. to hang out in security. You don't have to corral us. Um, Nobody's like, you know what? I think I'm going to stay here with my shoes off. Um, Man, you, you, you say that, but it seemed like someone, like, I'm that person looking at people going super slow through the line, like, what the fuck? Come on, let's go. <laughs> and suddenly, dude, just get the fucking button, put your shit in. Let's go. Like, what's taking so long? This is not boots. rocket science, people. Dump your shit in and keep it moving. <laughs> it's like, I, I, I it's, it, it might as well be rush hour traffic for me where i'm just like yeah. I, I have my shit together i fly right through it i get my necessary buckets i dump everything and i even take my bucket and put it where it's supposed to go at the end i don't even leave it on the train once i come through the other end of security oh i definitely put my bucket away that does bother i just me. fly through it. it what i hate the most are, are i usually get stuck behind families with walkers so they have to fold the fucking walker up, slide it through there, mm. but then they gotta get the kid out and then they gotta figure out how to fold it up like they've never done it before. I'm surprised they don't have pre-check for that shit. A lot of families do. But well, I think we're getting a little bit off topic with that one, but uh, in this article, Chris, um, they talk about a person that had a prosthetic penis, and we were talking about that briefly, so do you want to cover that real quick and we'll talk about that? Yeah. Um, I will have to fully expose my ignorance on this. Okay. So when he first told me prosthetic penis, I really thought like it was a piece of plastic down there or something. I thought it was something you just attach. Yeah, like a like, like a strap on. Something similar to that. I'm sure there was some like some flesh colored something that just makes it whatever. But um, that's what I thought. And I was just like, okay, well, just take the shit off and put it in your check luggage and get it on the other side and put it back on. Like, what's the big deal? But obviously after. A little bit of research you know they do have uh penis prosthetics just like you know fake boobs they got fake penises so i mean a lot of people can go through surgery and get implants put in to have a penis and uh you know that is definitely an issue and um i think that was one of the things they outlined in the story was a a transgender man Mm -hmm. who had a prosthetic penis and went through line and like he got scrutinized over it and then like they they actually took him to a side room and then like check checked double checked his ID and then they didn't think that I that he was the person on the ID because he didn't have he facial has facial hair. hair now and he didn't then. So he looked a little bit more feminine with the facial without facial hair and like they were scrutinizing the fuck out of this dude and I mean, obviously he 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 was one of the few people that filed a complaint. Mm-hmm. But by the time, you know, they got around to certain processes and he got people on the line and he got stuff moving on it and he, like, sought outside help for people to, like, help him follow up on it because the TSA was not being responsive, uh, his records, the record of the incident had been cleared. 
Apparently, close. they only keep records for three years. Hmm. After that, they're ejected out of the system. So if you file a complaint in three years, it'll be like it never happened. Yeah. So it's just like absolutely insane. But I mean, that's well. I mean, that's that go that all goes back to the issues with the machine itself, the body scanner machine. And I mean, a lot of people don't even know this part of it. When you go through the line, they default set it for whatever gender you present as. Mm -hmm. So if you present as a male, they set it to male. And then if you go through and you have some lumps on your chest or you're missing something down below, they'll be like, okay, well, the system is going to flag it because it's not fitting the, you know, the, the template for male, what a male body should look like. The stereotypical profile. So same for females. Like, okay, well, they got something between their legs. They shouldn't have flag it. And the computer just like, it's, it's as the simple is as idiot proof as possible. I'm I'm assuming that's why they made it like this to be <laughs> idiot proof, where you just push one button for male, one button for female, and it just scans. I'll bet everything's you preset. It you can't change it to oh they, this person is transgender or whatever else. But we were talking about this before, where you know maybe they can look. I know it's not ideal for people to have to exposed because I know a good amount of transgender people don't want to expose themselves like this. They, you know, they want to pass, blend in, whatever you want to call it, but there should be some, uh, a box you check or some, something somewhere mm-hmm. or a security person you let know like, Hey, just so you know, I'm transgender. I'm going through the line. Well, remember me, I'm going through right now, but this is, this is what the deal is. So like, I just wish there was a way they could let people know. So then, you scan, you go through, it's just fine. But under the current system, it doesn't look like it's set up for that at all. Right. There's well, no easy procedure for transgender people to get through. Yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna say that, and I'll, I'll bet knowing TSA people, as in the sense of like having experienced TSA people, I will mm-hmm. bet those, I will bet those buttons for male or female are also color coordinated. Um, just 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 for ease of access it probably has like the the bathroom logo of like female in pink and like the bathroom logo for male in like blue i'll bet when you press it it probably says like the man says penis um (laughs) the woman says vagina um yeah it's it's, um i'm sorry keep going no no i that's i was just gonna say it's ridiculous and then go on Oh, no, I was going to anecdotally say I have a former boss that ended up working at TSA. Oh, really? I didn't know that. <laughs> That's uh, where she found her calling, I guess. The world of <laughs> television, TV journalism was just not for her. So, so, she she'd rather stand in, agent. so she'd rather stand in front of x-rays for eight hours a day? Um. <laughs> yeah, no, that's definitely... Not the best. <laughs> yeah, no, no kidding, no fucking kidding. So, um, but you know what's? Um, I'm sorry. One more thing to tie into this. Do it. Tie is it. just how one thing to note because I read it. I was reading. I was um. Gosh, I was reading a statistic online. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. It was um. I'm sorry. Oh, this is it. <laughs> uh, and this was off the uh, Trans March on DC Instagram account. We'll talk about them later, but yes. this is just I'm just noting where I'm getting this from. Um, they put out a statistic on Instagram that is 84 percent of people do not know a transgender person. Really? Wow. 84 percent of the population don't person they they don't 
they don't have anybody that they know in their life that is transgender. So, well, see, here's the thing. I bet they know somebody who's transgender. They just don't know that they're transgender. I would take maybe another 10% off for that reason. You think? Yeah. But I think a lot of it, I mean, a lot of America does not live in metropolitan areas. That's true. You know, there's a lot of space in between these cities out there that people live in, in all of these states that happen to be red areas of the states. But, um, well, it's just, I'm, I'm only, I'm saying that to say that, uh, a lot of these people are, ignorant about uh, uh transgender people and like you know if somebody mentions like hey just so you know when we're dealing with transgender people do this like i'll never meet a transgender person i'll never have to think about this what are you talking about we're in india we're in indiana like there are no transgender people here like in their mind they're just completely dismissing it because they don't know anybody themselves right and we've all lived long lives that have run us into a lot of different people you know, well, it's just, I'm just pointing out that fact of how well, yeah, few people also, actually have transgender people in their lives. It's also the mindset of, if I haven't encountered it, then it clearly doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It's that sort of thing where if it doesn't affect me, then it's not real. And it's just a, it's just a poor way to look at it. But another yeah. thing that you and I were talking about, Chris, was, you know, this, this, this TSA thing is just really the icing on the cake of... Traveling, uh, traveling and being transgender can be a fucking nightmare to begin with. So, you know, before the show, Chris and I were talking about how, yeah, Natalie's, Natalie's gone through this stuff. You know, my parents live in North Carolina. And when we go to North Carolina and we fly into Podunk, Nowheresville, uh, people have never had this encounter. And she can feel uncomfortable because she doesn't know how these people are going to react. Are they going to get violent? Are they going to get weird? And we've traveled in various places in the country, and are people going to get violent? Are people are going to get weird? We don't really know what the situation is, and that's within the United States. And so I was talking about how um, mm. it can be dangerous for trans people to travel, period. Um, that that this this TSA thing is really that can really start the trip off on a wrong foot, but the trip can go from from bad to worse. And I think it's important for us to cover traveling with a trans person and, you know, what to do and where to look out uh, for and where to avoid. So this is advice specifically for you guys out there with your trans girlfriends, trans attracted men, guys that will have trans girlfriends in the future, trans entourages, trans friends, trans harems, whatever the fuck you have. It's not for me to it's not for me to judge. Well there are some guys out well there are some guys out there who are like they're like, this is me and four of my closest friends and I'm like, yeah, that's a harem. Um, uh, yeah. but um but uh so so we we were talking about how it's important to do that. So so uh, let's just start in the security line. If your girl has, let's just say, let's just, I'm just gonna play devil's advocate, and I'm gonna say, you have a trans girlfriend, and she has never flown before. What you should do, what you should know as as the boyfriend or the girlfriend, even, um, is to tell this person that we're gonna go through security, and if you have your ID that matches your current gender, excellent. That's gonna help. If you don't. 
be prepared for flack on that. Be prepared for a lot of pushback because your ID is not going to match and that's going to be your first flag. The person who checks your ID is going to look at you about 73 times um, and may even ask you and then you're going to have to explain that. Then you're going to go through security and the best thing that you can do uh, as the partner of a trans person is be there. Go through security. This is what I do for Natalie. Let me just let me just put it this way. This is what I do for Natalie. I go through security first and then I wait. I get just past the scanners and then I turn around and I wait and I watch and I make sure that it is abundantly clear that I am watching and observing whatever these TSA people are doing and I'm watching her process and I've actually stepped in before and said can I help in any way or is there a problem here when they were flagging her one time um, most of the time they're receptive that the TSA can be a bit fucking pissy about things and they could be like oh go you know back up back up you know get away because they think they're fucking detectives and it's a crime scene um, instead of people wearing pants that are two sizes too small um, but uh, so that's what I do I make sure that my presence is known both for my girlfriend's sake and for the sake of the TSA knowing that they're being watched. A lot of people will back down if they know that they're being watched mm-hmm. or they'll be on better behavior if they know that they know that they're being watched. Now I would not I would not try to fight the TSA. I would not get up in the TSA's face. They will detain you in a heartbeat and they'll put you on a no-fly list and you're going to miss your flight and there's going to be all sorts of problems. So try to make it go as smoothly as possible, but also, you know, be ready for them to be shitty and say stuff like, we need to see your genitals, to which you would say, no, absolutely not. At that point in time, I would say stand up, you know, fight for that. I I don't think that you should let that one fly. Fortunately for us, it's never happened that way. We've, We've agreed, me and Natalie have agreed that pat downs can happen just to move through smoothly. Um, as Natalie puts it, it's just a bonus for the TSA agent. Um, they just get an extra lucky day, but, uh, she's okay with that. But a lot of women aren't. And, um, you can also request females to do pat downs on females. Sorry, I just dropped something. Um, you can also request females to do pat downs on females and males to do pat downs on males. So that's security. That's my advice for security. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to get on your plane and your plane ride's going to be shitty because all plane rides are shitty. Um, that's just fucking facts. Uh, and here's here's the next part that I want to talk about. Some countries are not safe to travel to for LGBT people and trans people specifically. So these are the countries I'm going to cover. And a lot of you are going to be like, well, no duh about these uh, about these countries, but that's not, you know, yeah, no duh, but you should also hear it too. So, uh, these are some of the most dangerous countries, which is Iraq, Iran, uh, Honduras, Uganda, Russia, and Egypt. In all these places, uh, the government is openly against transgender people, um, and actively seeks to punish them. But these aren't the only ones. There are actually 72 countries that being LGBT uh, is illegal and punishable by jail time. 
or probably death in a lot of these places. I don't actually know, but I actually have a list and I'm going to, um, I'm going to leave it in the show notes. I'm going to leave a link in the show notes for this list of these 72 countries, but be aware guys that you, you should be aware of this stuff. You, maybe your girl knows that Iraq is not the best place to go. Um, or Egypt is not the best place to go for transgender people. But you guys should be aware of this too, because you shouldn't push. You shouldn't push. A, okay, if your girl says, if you come to her and you say, "I want to see the pyramids of Giza," and she says, "I really don't feel comfortable going to Egypt," you should know that Egypt is not a safe place for transgender people. You shouldn't be like. Nah, we're we're going to Egypt because I want to see the pyramids or the Sphinx or whatever. It's unfortunate that that's the case, but avoid avoid those places. Anything to add to that, Chris? No, no, no. not at all. Yeah, it's just, so it's, it's that's it's got to be like that. But uh, it's good that we're going through this to explain it for the fellas because it's something that you are going to have to deal with at one point or another. Yeah, and a lot of places. Um, well, if, if, if your girl, and we've, we've talked about this before, if your girl or even if your boyfriend, if they pass or present as whatever gender they are, if they present and nobody can suspect that they are transgender, um, then a lot of these problems won't arise outside of TSA. And it's easy enough to get through TSA in America, and it's easy enough to land in a place because you don't have to go through another security check once you land. Uh, and when you leave, you'll have to go through a security check again, but that's relatively easy and that sort of thing. The problem comes when they realize that you're transgender when you land. Um, uh, there was a uh, there was a situation actually of YouTube star Gigi Gorgeous. She went to the United Arab Emirates, mm. and she's she a YouTube to, what Dubai. I believe so. Yes, um, I think so. <laughs> Sorry, I, we, we, we good thing I'm not a geographer is that what that is <laughs> i don't even know a cartographer i know cartography is maps geography i believe is area i don't fucking know point is that's not what i do for a living um she went to dubai united mm-hmm. arab emirates somewhere over there maybe it was even saudi arabia i don't really give a shit somebody had to wear a burqa because they're ass backwards that's what i that's what i remember um <clears throat> oh um, yeah no that shit is for real man if you don't like well, that yeah. wasn't. She didn't even get to that part. So she's a she's a famous YouTube star, and she's mm-hmm. pretty well known. And as soon as she landed, uh, customs came to her, said, "You're transgender. That's illegal here. You are not allowed to enter the country." Period. They stopped her at the airport and sent her right back home. Whoa! Um, she they, couldn't even go to Dubai. Nope, could not even Shit. go into the country. So. A lot of these places, if you get caught, they'll just send you home. The worst case scenario is that you get detained, which you do not want to do, which you just want to avoid those places to begin with. But yeah, they sent her home. They said, you are not allowed in. They did not let her through customs. They turned her away immediately. Um, Damn, man. Yeah, I mean, I think she filed like a a civil suit uh, for human rights with the United Nations. And the United Nations said... They're a sovereign nation, and there's really nothing we can do about that. Um, pretty much. They said, you know, we pretty much agree with you that it's shitty, but we can't stop them from being shitty. The best um, you can do, hope for, is get another progressive president that would happily put some pressure on them for, yeah, I know, know, right? 
put some oh. pressure on them to do right, change their policies, all that kind of stuff. I mean, they get a ton of American tourists in, in Dubai. Like, dude. Oh, yeah. There's, oh, yeah. Uh, there's got to be some way the federal government can fuck with them. But well, and I, that won't happen under Trump. That'll be a no, no fuck whoever the hell else gets elected after no, him who's Democrat and progressive. Nobody. Like I'm sure Bernie would go to the match mattresses on this one. Bernie is the man. I. This is Eric from Trans Talk for Men, but my official vote is for Bernie. My second is for Warren. Uh, absolutely. Um, hey, they paying off by student loans. I don't give a fuck who. Gets <laughs> but my official, my official. Is for the burn. Uh, gotta love the burn. But anyway, um, getting out of getting out of politics for a minute. Yes. But <laughs> please keep listening if you're conservative. We just, you know, we have our leanings, but we don't talk politics all the time here. No, nope, just, just a little bit. Um, just, just a little bit. Just a little bit. Uh, and actually, if you are conservative and listening, we actually need your help um, because we need people in the conservative party to come to to be open and real about this that would significantly help the transgender community but anyway um the, my, my point is is that you shouldn't be afraid to travel with a transgender person or if you are transgender just know the places that are safe to travel and know the places that are unsafe to travel and make a decision based on that and make a wise decision based on that go to go to all of europe all of europe is totally cool Go to Japan, China, Thailand, Korea, all those places, totally cool. Uh, go to Mexico, go to Brazil. Maybe not Brazil right now with their current president. Yeah, um, they got problems right now. Yeah, their current president <laughs> is a fucking asshole. But maybe in the future, go to Brazil. Uh, go to Chile for now. And eh, Actually, I think Chile is kind of shitty too. Um, yeah. Portugal? No. <laughs> is that is that down in South America? Once again, no, Portugal is, is right next to Spain. Oh, that's right. What's what's the one I'm thinking of? And where do they speak? Paraguay. Man, maybe it's Paraguay. I don't know what I'm thinking. Mm. Go to the Easter Islands. That's somewhere in South America. Um, <laughs> but uh, it, you you should travel, see the world. Absolutely, I I 100 recommend getting out there. Just be aware of the sticking points, and just be aware as you know, guys. As guys, be aware that traveling for your girls is not as easy as traveling for you, especially if they have an 11-inch dick, um, because they're going to get flagged every time because the TSA guy is super jealous because he only has a 2-inch dick. I, I know I know for a fact the TSA guy only has a 2-inch dick because he works for TSA, Um that's a requirement. It's on the application. That's why I got declined. Oh. <laughs> I applied I applied for TSA and I said, excuse me. I said, my dick is significantly larger than two inches. Now, don't get me wrong. It's not huge, but it's bigger than two inches. And they said, get out. Um, <laughs> so that was the end of that. I don't know. I, I was just trying to help. But um, <laughs> have I isolated people enough? I hope so. But um yeah. It's all good. It's our show. We do whatever the fuck we want. That's right. We fucking can. So, so just, just be aware of that, guys. Be cool about it. Know that your girl is going to have a harder time with traveling than you are. Be supportive. Be there for her. That's always the message that we put out here is be supportive. Be there mm -hmm. for your girls. Stand up. Be the voice of of change, of support. Um, 
for these women. That's that's our role is we need to be the voice of support. As I said at the top of the show, as as cisgendered men in this country, we are in positions of power and we need to use and leverage that power to help the disenfranchised. Um so that's that. That's kind of that was kind of our main story. Now we're going to go on to a couple fun little thingy bobbers. I want to do a couple shout outs here. Chris, you ready to do yeah. a couple shout outs? Shout outs. We're going to take this shout out and uh, I imagine you're going to use this part too because I want you to use this part too. And we're going to turn this into a clip and we're going to put it on Instagram and all these people that we're shouting out are going to listen to it and they're going to be like, oh my gosh, Trans Talk for Men is the best thing ever. I need to get behind this. You absolutely do. Put it out there. Um, <laughs> so shout outs go to uh, Smash Thompson. He's a uh, transgender male porn star actor person. I, I think that's the official title. Um, uh, so uh, he will. Yeah, I don't think he's transgender himself. No, no, no. He's in trans <laughs> porn as a male actor. He's not trans yeah. himself. Um, <laughs> uh smash thompson we've been in touch with him we've been talking to him we're trying to get him on the show Man. um in that the future dude is my spirit animal I yeah he's... Be just like him when i grow up <laughs> can i smash be like thompson, you when i grow the up fucking best <laughs> you you're the man he's he seems like a Absolutely. pretty cool he seems like a pretty cool dude i've enjoyed talking to him um the little bit that we have and i've enjoyed his uh tweets and he, he's a pretty cool cat um and he's a nerd too so uh always exciting to have more nerds in the world so um i can say that he actually tweeted that he's a nerd so uh, (laughs) (laughs) our next shout out i want to give to uh, malik yoba Uh, a lot of you may have heard of malik yoba he's um actor from hollywood he's been in a lot of shows and movies um uh the one that i knew him from right off the bat was cool runnings um which is a great movie so he was in that movie, but he recently came out uh, as trans attracted, and he's been doing the circuit around all over the place. Chris, you were saying he was in Dallas, he was in New York. Well, um, yeah, he's been doing. He's been on a lot of different shows, talking. He's been on all sorts of different radio shows, local and national. He's <sighs> pretty much become the Laverne Cox of trans attracted men. Oh like, yeah, he's he's, he's the, the face one of out it. there in front right now. Yeah, and, and he's, he's got the a good one out there taking hits. Well, and he's got he's got a he's got a real strong platform for it too. And yeah. um, he's a real respectable, real clean guy. And what I mean by clean is like they can't really hold anything against him. They can't be like he's a degenerate um, like me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he seems like yeah. a legitimately good dude. Um, we we're also trying yeah, to get him on the he's show. He's doing great, man. He's he's oh, yeah. got a lot of girls out there with him, like. A lot he's of kicking. activists out there on, on media platforms with him, like supporting him, and he's doing his best to get his terminology down right, not to offend anybody else. And oh, he's kicking ass. He's leading yeah. the charge, and without yeah, no, him, he's great. And we yeah. need we need his power behind us. Yeah. And um, I, I don't mean trans talk for men. I mean trans attractive men in general. We need Absolutely. his power out there. Um, so, so the more guys like him we get in the media, like the better. So and, yeah. Uh, um, he's still so, getting a lot of hate, though. I will say oh, that. Of course, I was, listen, I was listening to a, a black podcast just this past week, and they were. Ugh, I had to fast forward past it because I don't want to just stop. I don't want to completely hate the podcast. My cousin is on it. What you mean? <laughs> I'm but, sorry. Do you mean to say that a 
successful yeah. black man in America who likes trans women is getting some sort of discrimination? How, how, <laughs> yeah, how, right. How, how could that possibly be? I don't understand. <laughs> I don't even understand what you're saying. I didn't realize that was a sentence that could be made. Um, yeah, it is to the to the dominant culture. It is still not acceptable. And what you know what's crazy is a lot of people are saying that he's like that he's and I'm I, I know you've heard this before. People are saying he's just gay, but oh, he's yeah. not he doesn't want to be gay. He doesn't he's homophobic, so he's just trying to cover that up with saying he's hetero and he likes trans women and like but he's actually likes guys and he's gay and whatever. I'm like, dude. Like I don't why why are people going that deep on this shit? <laughs> that's such a, but that's such a weird argument to make. It's it's it, uh, being, you know I've heard that from gay men as well. I feel like being gay Outside is of more cis hetero guys saying that. Right, I feel like being gay is more acceptable than liking trans women right now in this current culture and climate. Oh, definitely. And, and so it's like, why would they go a step worse societally? as opposed to a step better that that argument is complete and utter nonsense mm-hmm. um your argument's bad and you should feel bad um <laughs> but what is that uh from billy madison's like that was the dumbest thing i've ever heard oh yeah everyone in this room is dumber having heard this it. Moment. Yeah. Like... <laughs> having heard that yeah that's right mm-hmm. um so uh, Malik Yoba, shout out to you. Thank you for um, yeah. supporting the pod. And hopefully we can get you on in the future when you are not 100% completely swamped. Um, we would appreciate that. The next one, let's, let's go to our girls. Of course, we got to shout out our main girl, Susie Villa. Well, okay, my main girl is actually Natalie. So shout out to Natalie. <laughs> Hi, babe. I hope you made it all the way to the end of the show. Um <laughs> <laughs> Uh, she cut out after I'm, I, I I was trying to get more friends. That's when she yeah, turned it off. So she, yeah, she yeah, didn't listen to more. She gone. That's that's probably true. That's gone. Bye, babe. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so Susie Villa, got to shout her out. Guys, if you are in New York, absolutely go to Susie Villa's uh, nightclub. Um, Dude. Super sweet place. Uh, the we girls. Hope- the girls are bomb. If you mm-hmm. need to know how bomb the girls are, go to our Instagram account. Absolutely. We you post some of see. her stuff how gorgeous these chicks are yeah yeah it's it's ridiculous yeah and she has a pretty good bar there too so go there hang out there you go support them tell her how you heard about us um it helps us it helps her it helps our relationship that we're building with her um oh yeah hit up susie villa in new york and tell her that the trans talk for men podcast sent you there um just leave the wife at home Yes, I would recommend that. Or leave your wife at the hotel room. Yes, or that too. Have some fun, and um, then go go buy an extra. Go get a go get a motel room somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> but definitely recommend hitting up uh, Susie Villas in New York. Definitely worth the experience. Hopefully, Chris and I can get there in the future, and we will talk about that in a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, next one is uh, I want to shout out Morgan Bailey. Uh, thank you for following us on Instagram and supporting the pod. Uh, we're working on getting her on the show as well. Uh, no Dude, real news about that other than Morgan she, Bailey. Those parties, man. That oh, was that party I sent you. That was her thing. Well, not only was that her thing, but she did that. She's doing that whole cruise Jeez. thing too. Yeah. Um. So Morgan Bailey's putting on some sweet ass parties. So if you have some money, 
uh she's doing some sweet ass parties like a cruise with like it's like you and like seven trans chicks and morgan bailey it's like wait wait you said a cruise yeah she's putting on a cruise the fuck oh yeah. my siri just yeah I, I hear you siri my series i i don't know how to shut this thing up siri's like did you say morgan bailey um, <laughs> yeah right <laughs> even siri's excited um yeah bro we need to get on that cruise man I need to get. I, mean, a, I need to get on that cruise. When is I, it again? I don't know. I mean, I agree. I'll have to. I'll contact her again and be like, "Hey, can we do a promotion or something like that?" Can was, we to like... be honest, my ultimate dream is for us to build up a followership. We can get the TTFM Nation to show up for a cruise and get a lot of girls out there, and like everybody just parties, has a great time. Like, yeah, could that be would... a pretty positive event. Great fellowship networking event and just a lot of fun. Oh yeah, it would be a lot of fun. I'm sorry, never... I, a lot of my. Uh, Radio Never shows, even some of my local radio shows I've listened to, they do like cruises for the fans of the show. Oh sure, I've heard about the that host, all the time. Hang out with the hosts, like, dude, kick back, have some drinks, play video games. Woo! There we um, go. <laughs> oh, I mean, oh, yeah, I, she's I, in. Um, make uh, no mistake, she does parties in the Chicago area and Lexington, Kentucky. She yeah, does which parties is like, down there too. Not where I would have figured. Yeah, but, um, so it's, for some reason, Lexington is a hot spot right now. Yeah. Uh, what I was going to say about the cruise. Yes, if we did cruises, of course I'd make it a legit cruise. We'd put on show. You guys could talk to us. You know, we'd we'd have entertainment. But I am also definitely bringing video games. So like, <laughs> we would definitely all be able to just like hang out and play games. It would be super sweet. Anyway, um, so Morgan Bailey, one of the uh, one of the classic porn stars. Um, I don't mean classic as in old. I mean classic as in like. I remember her being one of the first girls that I discovered. So, you know, she's she's an all-timer. She's an all-star. Um, and then last, of course, is Kelly Pierce, uh, one of the most woke uh, trans women that we uh, know and have been in a little bit of contact with her. Um, and yeah. hopefully we can get in more contact with her and get her on the show. But we definitely still want to shout her out for doing uh well tr- really speaking truth to power and mm-hmm. doing great work to stand up and also help lift up men as long as trans women uh as long as not as long as uh, as well as that would be the phrase that i'm looking for um lifting up the trans women so we want to give a shout out to mrs pierce um absolutely, absolutely. y'all know i love kelly pierce she's amazing Mm-hmm. And then the last last shout out, Chris, is I want you to cover the because you were the one who found it. So the the march, if you would be so kind. Oh, the um, trans march on DC. So they had um, they had the march in 2019, uh, the weekend of September 28th. So obviously, if you didn't go to that one, you missed it this year. But next year, um, actually, I don't even know what the date is for next year. But they're gearing up already for next year. They're mm-hmm. pulling in all all anybody who wants to help in any capacity. You can be a person that helps out in just your state or your region. Like Eric and I have both signed up to help uh, yep. the event out in any way that we can. Um, it's definitely going to be it's it's this is the kind of this is the kind of event all guys attracted to trans women need to show up to. Absolutely, we need to be there. We need to be out there in force. We need to be wearing our trans lives matter shirts, whatever. I love trans women. Like we need to be 110% supportive and we need that. 
we need to show as much love as possible. Like we need these women to know that these guys are, we're here, we love them and we support them. Yep. And, and it, definitely once we get, once I, uh, once I think once they actually formally announce dates for next year, we're going to be talking about it. Probably every show we're going to mention it. Like, Oh yeah. You know, get your plane tickets ready, get, you know, sign up for the event, be there, be there, be there, because we have to be active in all of this to be a part of it. You got to be there. Yep, absolutely. Absolutely. And we're going to, we're going to also try our best, our very best once we get the dates to be there in person as well. You know, I will take time off of work. I will get the plane ticket and whatever. I will do my very best to be at this March. Um, for sure and be supportive plus it's in new or it's in dc which is pretty cool i almost said new york city which would be even cooler <laughs> but dc is pretty cool um it's a pretty cool city so uh um, yeah. hopefully, hopefully they do it in like late spring early summer so it's not fucking freezing um I don't understand the marches Dude, that are DC like gets like super hot and humid though like, well i know that's why i said that's why i said houston well that's why i said it gets cold too, though, because that's why I said true, um, true. late spring, early summer. Because mm-hmm. it always baffles me when people do their marches. They're like, "We're gonna do a march on Alaska in February," and I'm like, "Let's not," because um, <laughs> <laughs> that sounds awful. So um, <laughs> I, I would like to be in shorts, is what I'm saying. Um, mm-hmm. I would like to be comfortable. I want to help you, but I also want to be comfortable. Um, <laughs> anyway um, absolutely so those are our big shout outs uh, definitely go to the uh, transmarchondc.org to go sign up for that go follow Smash Thompson Malik Yova Susie Villa Morgan Bailey Kelly Pierce on all the social medias you'll find them I'm gonna link um, all these articles that we covered today in the show notes and then one more thing uh, we want to talk about and this is a uh, asking for your help out there guys our numbers have gone up significantly uh we have more listeners now than we ever have before and we hope to continue those numbers to be climbing with our boost in numbers we were we're talking about putting on a live show and we want to hear from you guys if you would be interested in attending a live performance of trans talk for men we'll have a panel we'll talk about stuff we'll take questions you know we'll meet up with you guys at a bar at the end of the day so i want to hear from everybody that listens to this uh, everybody that isn't a four star guy and I assume you're all five star guys so don't be a four star guy contact us we're on Twitter at Trans Talk for Men it's actually Trans Talk Men Um, uh, you can find us at Trans Talk Chris on Twitter Uh, you can find us on Instagram at Trans Talk for Men you can find us on YouTube at Trans Talk for Men you can find us on Facebook we have a Facebook page Trans Talk for Men or you can find us on Gmail transtalkforman at gmail.com drop us a link drop us a notification let us know if you would be interested in attending a live show of trans talk for men uh, in the future that way we can get some solid numbers on this and we can start reaching out to venues and say hey we've got these solid numbers we would like to host a live event maybe even do a tour if we can get that going um both Chris and I are interested in that and we would love to come out, meet you guys live, share this experience live, you know, meet up with you guys, really start something really, you know uh, the podcast is already going, we already have our social media but get a movement going, you know something like that, so 
And if uh, you haven't liked our social channels, like them. Yeah, what are you from Georgia? Yeah. Like go God. go find us on social and follow us on all these platforms. We have more followers of this podcast, more listeners and downloads of this podcast than all of the people in Pickens, Georgia. So <laughs> there you go. So God damn it. <laughs> go follow us on Instagram and stuff like that. Give us those numbers. That'll help us stop being four star people. I know you're out there. Five star ratings only on all our podcasts, please. Do it. Uh, I got nothing else. No, man, that's it. It's a pretty solid show. Thanks for listening, everybody. Yep. Hey, guys, thanks for listening. As always, I've been Eric. And I'm Chris. We'll see you next time.